welcome to the Doe Show, everyone, where the things are made up and the points don't matter. I'm insanely depressed. My name is Jonathan Peckis, and with me, as always, is someone I don't really give a fuck about. It's Alex Mackley. Hey, how you doing? Yet he still gives more of a fuck about me than me, so I appreciate that. No, I'm not not starting. I'm not going (laughs) to I'm not fucking starting the show like that. <laughs> you know, I will say, I was like... And I'm uh, Alex Mackley, and I'm probably schizophrenic, but I'm kind of too afraid of the psychiatrist to go there again, because they called me debilitated the last time, and I didn't take too kindly to that. And I get along with the voices in my head more than I do with real people, so why would I want them to go anywhere? No complaint there. Yeah, I get no complaints from myself. Oh, I get most of my complaints from me. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. I guess we have started the show. That's how I'm going to start the show now. I, that I, I, it was a joke, but now we're talking about well, that. Now, so now we're in. I, on it. <laughs> I have, I have a a fucking coworker who is just so hard on himself. I'm like, bro, how do you deal with that? Like me, I'm the coolest person to myself. Well, everyone else gives me all the trouble. That's, you see, that's my, that's where my biggest issue comes in. Is there's there's the one me, he's like a nice little stoner guy. It's like, oh man, you're doing your best, like keep on keeping on, man. I fucking love you, you're baller, Alex. And then there's like a few other ones that are like, you know, he's lying to you and you are garbage and you are not a thing. You've done nothing with your life and you never will. Just you should stop now. Uh, I'm like, guys, guys, get out of here. I I okay, so now that I think of it, I have that Every so once in a while. It's like sometimes I feel like I'm on the top of the fucking mountain and I'm like, you know what? You're all wrong. I'm fucking special. I'm going to do something in this world. But then like three days later, I'm like, you know, nobody even fucking likes me. I, that's like, I've, de- I've deactivated my Facebook account multiple times because I'm just like, no one gives a fuck what I say. Like, I'm surprised it hasn't hit me yet. Now I'd be like, I'm done with this fucking podcast. It's like. Why do I keep doing this? Taking my time every week, putting in all this effort. No one gives a fuck what I have to say. Nobody cares about me. And then there's always one person who I care about. You're like, shut the fuck up, okay? I'm trying to be sad over here. <laughs> you shut your goddamn mouth and but, let me be like, sad like, 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 until I'm done being sad. And then you tell me that you appreciate what I do. Like Kurt Cobain says, I miss the comfort in being sad. <laughs> Sometimes motherfuckers just got to be sad. Yeah. Sometimes you have to let people be upset. Not wallowing it. It's all right. Like just yeah, and it's okay. Like you know, if you if you're hanging out with a buddy and they're going through some shit, you don't have to like that. Holy! Oh, don't worry. Just smile and everything's gonna be all right. Yeah. No, that's fucking bullshit, dude. Shit sucks. Let's fucking sit around and like wallow in the fucking misery. It's okay. Sometimes. Sometimes people are sad and they need one of their buddies to be like, hey, man, punch on the shoulder. It's not so bad. Chin up, tiger. You know, I've blah, 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 blah. I'm here for you. You know, and then that comforts people sometimes. But that same person can also be comforted by one of their buddies being like, yeah, man, fuck that shit. That is fucked up. That is, you know, the system is fucked up. Fuck that job. Fuck that manager. Fuck them and their fucking asses. They shouldn't treat you like that. You're showing up to work. You're fucking working. They ain't giving fucking Deborah. All that shit. Is she barely even show up to work? Is she take a thirty minute break? You're supposed to take a fifteen minute break. The Beck song, Deborah. Shout out to Beck and Deborah. Great song. Actually, we will do. uh, I was thinking about the other day. We will do a whole episode on Beck once we get to our uh, future segment. Oh yeah. Yeah, which I'm thinking we're at episode eleven, twelve. Yeah. I'm, I I might be. I, well, I'll probably take the realms once we hit to Futurama, since that's where I'm from. 
I mean, you, I lo- I like. Well, <laughs> it's, we we called our show the Doe Show, and it's a Simpsons podcast. But we both like Futurama a lot more than <laughs> the Simpsons. Uh, because I mean, there's a reason for that. Simpsons was like you know the nuclear family. It was supposed to be satire based on like what American life was like. But like we don't really relate to Bart or Lisa anymore because we're not kids, and we don't relate to Homer or Marge because. I don't have kids, (laughs) and I'm not a homeowner, and I don't have a career, uh, or or own a nice shirt and tie. But but like you, you watch Futurama, you see Fry, and you're like one pair of not work pants and shorts. (laughs) I was telling you, I went to a friend's uh, baby shower, and they're posting all the photos from it today, and I was like, do I really look like that big of a doofus with those shorts on? Because I have these shorts. They're nice shorts. I really like them. They're like one of my favorite pairs of shorts. But like, they're all, it looks like they're all the way down to my ankles, like I'm one of the fucking uh, backyard baseball players. I'm going to start calling people doofuses now. I haven't heard that in a while, and it just like really struck nerds. a chord with me. No, ner- yeah, I, I, nerd, nerd. I don't like, I mean, I'll call a nerd a nerd, but a nerd, it's like I'm, I'm talking to one of my own at that point. Like, you know, like when I'm looking at someone just doing some goof ass shit that make no sense for no reason, like, what you doing, you fucking doofus? I like calling people ding dong because it's very. I do ding dongs. Like I nice, do ding dongs. Yeah, I yeah. call people ding dongs all the time. Someone will like misplace something or like do something, or my coworker will do something. Like he'll get on the forklifts and drive the opposite way. And actually, I don't call him a ding dong because he might get angry at it. But I call my friends ding dongs. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a nice way to be mean to people. It's also like because I. When when when, I'll, when I do something and I start to get like paranoid about something and then I realize I just did something stupid and there's not anything to get paranoid about. I'm like, what you freaking out about, you ding dong? <laughs> and I, when I call myself to be like, uh, yeah, yourself, I'm going crazy dong. again. That's right. <laughs> call yourself ding dong. Send to yourself via ding dong. Send to your send to your soul ding dong. <laughs> it's like a, it's like instead of like grasshopper, it's ding dong. Yes, you train well today, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah i don't know uh so so i don't i don't like to be mean to people well, okay you know me well enough that to know i love being mean to people and i love giving people shit you know, like I, like one of the like like karma's agent of assholery like oh please please can i go in on this person please you don't but when you do <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can be an nature. asshole. I, I like fucking with people. Sometimes they deserve it. Sometimes they don't. But one thing, we've talked about this before. I do not like people to be in bad situations or be in hurtful places or even animals to be in bad situations or hurtful places. I'm more okay and, with humans being in hurtful situations and places than animals. Yeah, basically. But, uh, so I told you about that fucking bird that made that nest at work i've been talking about it for at least three weeks you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 yeah. you're talking about that so fucking bird made a nest in a horrible place at work and this machine shakes and it's loud and so the recent couple days i've heard the little birds chirping i saw their little mouths open above the thing of the nest like waiting for their mom to bring them food I'm like oh that's so cute but i'm still kind of pissed off because i know that shit is not going to work out for them i just and it's gonna break my heart gonna, when it doesn't. They're gonna go to try to fly. One of them's gonna fall, and it's not gonna be the soft grass that catches them. It's gonna be a machine that crushes things. No, it's not. Okay, so basically that's what I had to deal with today. 
I went to go, I cut all the, I have to cut the scutter and then bring it to the baler. Put it in a big ass cart, roll it over to the baler. So I roll it over the baler, open up the thing all the way to the top, and then I'm putting in fucking gutter, and all of a sudden, what do I see fall about three feet to my left, but a baby fucking bird. And it like fucking flutters down, lands, it's totally fine from what I can see, maybe it was a little injured or like scared fucking thing lands three feet from me and i love animals but like i don't like to be that close to wild animals a because i don't want them to fuck around on me and b i don't want to fuck around on them so like i like immediately back up i leave the whole cart of gutter out there and i'm like yo i'm gonna let you do your thing and then the fucking thing runs in my way and i'm like yo i try to get out of the way so i run back inside i close the garage door so it doesn't hop its way inside and then I look at it, I take a picture of it, because it was cute. Kind of looked like Bernie Sanders, but a little baby bird is an <laughs> Oriole. So the little baby bird had like a little scruffy hair on the top. Look, yeah, it's it adorable. Little bird, bird. So it's like sit, sitting in the sunlight, and I was like looking in the, because like the, the mom flew away. I was like, this mom's got to come back and help this motherfucker. So I just left it. Closed the door, left it, went to go do some other work. Told my coworker, I was like, fucking bird fell out of the nest, like I said, man. I was like, I'm just going to let. Let it do its thing. Hopefully it gets help. And then uh, went back and I was like, oh, it's gone. So it flew away. Like thought it was good. Go to open the garage door. As soon as the thing opens about four inches, I see that little Bernie Sanders motherfucker looking at me. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. So I immediately close the door so it doesn't come inside. And I walk back, start doing some work in a different area. I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because I can't like, I can't just like, I can't do nothing. But I can't do too much. So I took a big-ass piece of cardboard. I opened the garage door, and I started scooting him. Cause I, Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Get out, get out of here. Get away from the door. And he, like, scoots a little bit. Obviously, motherfucker looks scared as fuck. Yeah. But he starts getting up on his legs and running away, trying to flap his wings. I was like, you got it, buddy. You got to go. And it could not. But then I was trying to get it away from the baler so I could just work, and it could be over there. Fucking thing goes right next to the baler. I was like, God damn it. So I just it's left it again. Fun. Went back inside, and then uh, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to leave all this gutter cut on this cart. I'll do it tomorrow morning. I'll give them a day to take care of their business. I don't want to be up in family services or nothing like that. And uh, then one good news thing. Before I left, I saw the, the mom bring, like, a little, like, grub or worm or something to the little baby bird that was on the ground. So maybe he's getting some sustenance, and he'll be able to fly away soon, but shit had me i was dying i didn't know what am i supposed to do i'm not gonna go pick it up that's my uh i i know someone that has been taking care of uh some stray cats next door and it this isn't me and but then one of the one of the, the someone uh complained about someone going to that feeding the cats and then because there's food for the cats that there had been rats showing up and i had like three different people come up to me and they're like hey you been feeding the stray cats? I'm like, no. And then it happened the second time that day. I'm like, no, that isn't me. And the third time, I'm like, that yeah, isn't. <sighs> and at first, I was like, why does everyone? I'm like, no. If I, from the outside looking in, if I'm looking at the people that I know around that like that also live around me and like me, I'm like, I would be the first person I would approach and be like, hey, you're feeding the animals out there, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, but also, what do you think if you had stray cats, they're going to take care of the rest of the wildlife? I mean, yeah, as far yeah. as, like, rats yeah. go. They're, they're, they're like, young um, kittens. They don't know what they're doing. They're fucking stray little young things. They haven't been taught nothing. But, uh, yeah. 
what was I going to say? Something about the string animals. I don't know. We'll come back to that if it comes up. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I, I relate with um, vulnerable animals because I was and still am one. Oh, talking. this isn't what I was thinking about, but talking about shitty bird parents. Um, back in Pennsylvania, there is this, this there's this couple of a married or mated pair of ducks and they didn't build a nest they would just walk around and the female duck would just pop out her eggs wherever she was at and just walk away and, <laughs> and she would just like come so out and there would be like two uh, really yeah and like it was, it was, and it was like they they stayed around they were around all the time it was like the same pair of ducks and it was just like kind of like a local like a like on the street everybody knew the fucking ducks they're like yeah they're the worst fucking parents we have ever seen. Like, they literally, like, and so, like, the one time me and my sister went to, like, we were like, well, we're, we're gonna fucking raise these eggs. So we made, like, a little, like, heater box and everything for them, and, like, had them, like, we were, like, gonna, we were, like, rearing them up, we were like, we're gonna hash these eggs, we're gonna have fucking ducks, and it's gonna be great. And we got the, the neighbor kids also were like, you know, would come and check on them. And they're like, oh, obviously nothing's going on, right? Like, da da da, whatever. Uh, let's, let's, they're, 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 there's no babies in them, blah 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 blah. And like, they're like, let's throw them against the pole of the, the like playground thing in the backyard. We're like, ah, oh, sure, why not? Throw Wait, them against the, the pole. Eggs? Yeah. And they're like, Portion, partially developed fucking chicken embryo. Why would you ever? Dead. Why would that ever be an option? They to were, throw them against a pole? That, it was the neighbor kids. They were little shitheads, dude. Dude, that okay? So what else did they do? Burn down a shed and fucking piss Not the bed until they were thirteen? That, you need to call the police. Was, Those kids are gonna be serial killers. That was that was that was their type. Yeah. Dude, who the fuck looks at like some sort of vulnerable animal or baby animal and says, "You know, it'd be cool." fucking smash that was and then that was more that was probably like the most one of the most traumatizing events in my life and we're if we're talking in pennsylvania i can't be older than six so i'm in like the four to six years old range here and like i'm just like wow oh gosh oh no this is oh is this my fault this is... i'm i i would say though in this on this topic i am uh, realistically caring about animals because I love zoos and you know the people that are overly like blind uh, blind eyed caring about animals they think that zoos are horrible but I will go to the to the documents and see just by Brookfield Zoo alone in Illinois just by Brookfield Zoo alone how many species have been helped immensely just by zoos it's crazy well, I will agree, a lot there are it... bad zoos, and they also have those carnivals that have petting zoos, or like, you know, the uh, in this area, you guys probably don't have it out in California, but um, like pumpkin patches, sometimes they'll have they, like they, a little no, tiny they, they, baby they, menagerie. Yeah, they'll, they'll do shit like that out here, yeah. Yeah, and they'll have, well, like the, like the little farm animals and, that they have in certain areas, like one farm. Ain't nothing wrong with a petting well, zoo. Ain't nothing wrong with a petting zoo. There's nothing wrong with a petting zoo until you have a giraffe who's got taco neck because you Okay, like, you can't just bought a giraffe, giraffe from someone. Petting zoos don't have a giraffe in them. <laughs> it, no, yes, they did. In Illinois, there was one place that was found it was a fucking pumpkin patch, and they had a fucking giraffe, and they had it like the damn thing's head was like an inch away from the ceiling. Its neck was drooping. It looked sick as fuck, and this place just had it. And they're like, pay $5 to give one carrot to this starving giraffe. <laughs> 
we won't feed you this better, giraffe unless you do. You bet. You better understand. There was tons of people lined up to feed that fucking giraffe. Oh yeah. God damn it. I worked on a farm for a lot for a summer in Illinois that was, uh, they had llamas, alpacas, miniature ponies, like three breeds of goats and chickens. No, no, Macklin, that was, that was called, that was called college. You went to college. Those were your dorm mates. (laughs) You were the llama. You were the llama. It was a bunch of your fucking fraternity friends guys just got too lost in the sauce and you thought you spent a couple years at a petting zoo. It took a long time for us to remind you that you did go to college, actually. <laughs> I don't... The o- I, only f- I only forget the freshman year of that. That I don't remember. I just have... I, I've been told stories about it that I believe to be true by the amount of people that have told me those stories. I don't remember them, but I just kind of accept them at this point. Took a lot of inversion therapy and it took a lot of ankle massages to get some of the brain meat back up in near your neck. Like you ever get neck cramps? You've been getting neck cramps since college, right? I've gotten neck cramps a lot. <laughs> yeah. So that is because the little pieces of brain nodules that are lodged in the back of your neck. So when you when you get massages, ask them to push up. Because if oh, you, push you push down, push you're just prolonging in? the problem. Oh. Oh, I've been yeah, having you got to get those the little the little knots on the back out. of your neck. Get them, get them up top. Get them up top, buddy. Oh shit! They've been taking them out. Yeah, they said they wanted those for research. Ah, that ah, makes sense. <laughs> you need to call that plumber back. <laughs> uh, Chuck, do we have the clip ready? I think we have the clip ready. Let's go ahead and roll that clip. My fellow Americans, I want to get something. Uh, I would consider the most of heaviest things off my chest. I love Michelle Obama. I've loved her for uh, quite a while now. Never have I ever met someone like my mocha queen. I just want some cocoa butter kisses. Anyway, God bless America, and God bless that foxy lady, that Michelle Obama. All right, guys, welcome to the Doe Show, uh, a place where we barely talk about The Simpsons and we use it as a it thin veil to just fucking cop. It gets less and every less episode. episode. Farther away from The Simpsons. And then we'll talk about Futurama, and it'll get farther and farther away from Futurama. And we'll talk about maybe Disenchantment, uh, and it'll get farther and farther away from that. Uh, but today is part two of Matt Groening. Yay! Oh, I really thought you were going to join me on that. Yay, now I feel alone. You, All right, we'll I do it moved. again. Three, two, one. Yeah. Oh, I'm not making any sound this time. I made sounds the first time. I'll I'll download a, a YouTube clip of a bunch of people cheering. Uh, speaking of YouTube clips, I do have some insider information, not Ooh. about Belarus, oh. but this week you won't hear it. But this week we do have two different messages from two, two different former presidents. Uh, that Ooh. one was recorded by me in person. The other one was a response to a question that I had sent out during a symposium. And nice. I'll have both of nice. those as the commercial breaks for this episode. But yeah, this is uh, Matt Groening part two. We had some technical difficulties. And technically, I mean, by uh, uh, our brain stopped working. Actually, no, it did have something to do with the computer. So it's not all on us. Your computer did kind of fucking... And me and Optimus are intrinsically linked at the quantum level, so. 
Well, who, whoever fixed your computer did a real bang-up job of it, if you're listening. Real <laughs> bang-up job, you fucking ding-dong. Damn ding-dong. Ding-dong. You Twinkie, you Dinging fucking ho-ho. Dinging around, like, what are you doing? <laughs> you fucking honey bun. Actually, Artitions that's just as good as ding-dong. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, we had some, uh, that Also, yeah. thank you for getting my computer working and back to me, because that was very terrible without it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, obviously, I need to find a new service. <laughs> a new California service. Because, you know, I'd be, I'd be helping Californians out with fixing their computer quite often. We're, again, I've started to take on the, the, the mantle of a Californian, and we are mostly useless out here. Not very capable people. It's the nanny state, man. You gotta have fucking, you gotta have people taking care of you because you can't take care of yourself. You know what it is? It's the good climate and the soft sand on the beaches. Good for sleeping on when you don't have a place a to very, live. It's very good sleeping sand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so part two, Matt Groening. Last week we talked a little bit about his early life. We talked about, uh, of course, I closed the fucking window I needed to do the whole podcast that I do. Uh, but we talked about his life, his family, and I believe last week we just got into when the Simpsons started. And uh, since this is a Simpsons pod, Simpsons-ish podcast, I don't think we need to go into grand detail of what the Simpsons is. Uh, we kind of just talked about how he got into it. It was from the Tracy Ullman show, the British comedian or whatever her fucking whatever she did. I guess she was funny, but uh, she had a show, and the only thing that really survived out of that show was all the like cartoon shorts and the skits and stuff. So they had a little spinoff kind of thing, didn't work out, and then that is the birth of the Simpsons. Yeah, so 1987 was the first time the Simpsons were on. And then uh, we did talk about family members last week, but I did want to mention that another family member, uh, Grandpa Simpson, was introduced in the later shorts on the Tracy Allman show. So you already had the Simpsons family, but Grandpa was introduced later. And uh, when they were trying to figure out a name for Grandpa Simpson, uh, Matt Groening said he refused to name him after his own grandfather. Uh, so he, he didn't say that, like, I refuse to name it after my grandfather, and then left the room. He was just like, I don't want to pick the name. I want you guys to pick the name. So he left the room, came back, uh, and they chose his grandfather's name by accident. So <laughs> Abraham was the name of uh, Grandpa Simpson. And uh, so that's, I mean, we t- we pretty much covered enough of The Simpsons in the last 12 episodes. So, you guys all should know a little bit about it by this point. But, uh, the next thing for... Should we just... Should we make next episode? Wait, okay, let, hold on. Let me take a time out here. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Good side note. <laughs> Alright, so, next. So, the, Matt Graney did The Simpsons for, obviously, quite a fucking while. But he did leave at a certain point. He's still on the he's still on the payroll so to say uh and he still has stuff to say about it but he's not in the writer's room all the time and that started when uh he spent a few years reaching uh, reaching researching science fiction uh he got together with simpsons writer slash producer david x cohen which fun fact about david x cohen his middle name uh, does not start with an x Uh, i think it starts with an s 
and uh, there's he did the Screen Actors Guild or something, the SAG, and they already had a David S. Cohen, so he was just like, eh, fuck it, throw well, an X in there. They, they probably don't have an X Cohen then. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. That's probably a, ah, they have an S Cohen. Like when you're choosing, you have an X. like when you're cho- trying to choose a username, and you have to just start throwing numbers on it at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've never had that pro. Well, I've never had that problem because like for my emails, I'm very specific about being my name, and uh, I looked it up. I'm the only motherfucker with my name in the world. I don't. Jonathan Peckis, I'm one of one. I, I think that I, the internet claims there's others of me. Yeah, the internet claims until you find them and. Strike them down oh, where they see, stand. Yeah. There can only be one. The last Highlander there type shit. There can only be one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so after spending a few years researching science fiction, I don't know if it was just out of the joy of his heart or if he had an intention to it, he got together with David X. Cohen, and in 1997, they developed Futurama. It's, uh, I mean, fucking, obviously, animated series in the year 3000. But by the time they pitched the series to Fox in, in 98, uh, Cohen and Groening had composed uh, many characters, storylines. They've been working on it for a while, just kind of like a fucking bar conversation thing. Like how this podcast started, we're just like, hey, this might be a cool idea. Maybe we should do it. Uh, write down a couple ideas about it. Talk about it over a couple drinks online, even though we're just like, you know, different time zones away. But maybe we could do this. And then we did it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so he stopped fully being there for the Simpsons stuff when he started Futurama. Uh, he even said that they felt that uh, him and uh, Cohen had went overboard in their discussions trying to get the show on the air is like a horrible experience for them. And I did watch a documentary about how... Was it a documentary? Something. I fucking watched or listened to something. But they had a horrible time with the producers and the fucking uh, people in the studio. Not the studio, but like the, the big wigs. They were like, oh yeah, that sounds great, but what if we do this? Because this is really popular with kids nowadays. And they just like, I don't know, it was like they really got reamed on Futurama. Whereas like the Simpsons kind of just like, they kind of just were able to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. Futurama was nitpicked every fucking step of the way. Yeah. And, and it really like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if it, it got canceled, what, two, three times? Yeah, 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 and like that really has a lot to do with it. It's just people trying to butt in and and be a part of the creative process when they're they when they're not part of it at all. Like it, it's like if if you're the listen, all the people that are listening to this right now, if you're a manager or a supervisor or like upper management, just understand that like if you don't have anything to do in your job, don't make your job nitpicking other people's jobs and doing a bunch of nonsensical fucking meetings that don't matter. I don't know how many meetings I've been to throughout jobs where it's just like the manager or supervisor needed something to do. So he decided to nitpick on a bunch of shit. Well, you know, guys, uh, you know, since this is a call center, you know, every time you get up to get a bottle of water, if you, if you take that throughout the week and you take that throughout the month and you take that throughout the year, that's almost 15 hours. I'm like, those 15 hours can suck my dick. I'm getting water and going to the bathroom just like nature is supposed to happen. I need those things. Main con- like, that's one of the most natural laws of life is you need to go How about get your water. ass? How about your ass instead of sitting there and writing these fucking stupid ass speeches? How about you get on the phones and help us while we're going to the bathroom and getting water? You fucking layabout piece of shit. Speaking of uh, the, Cali- Hang them all. the California fucking... Coastal Commission or some whatever fucking shitty 
name three-letter acronym type group of the Californias. Uh, disproved. Oh, the CCC. Yeah, disproved the fucking uh, or didn't approve a desalination plant for water while we were already at drought levels, and it's a huge thing just because the Orange County has its own aquifer, and they're like, ah. We don't get our water from the high Sierra Nevadas like everyone else does, so fuck them. Just let them. Do that. We don't. We don't need to worry about it. So that's... Actually, you know what? Speaking of California and speaking of upper management, uh, when you leave California and you have to go through those, uh, the what are the fucking fruit and vegetable stops? Is that in California or is that on the other states? That's that's all over the fucking border there. The fucking agricultural checkpoints. That okay. That is the biz- biggest example of uh, upper management not having enough to do. They <laughs> opened multiple places on highways where it's like, you got any fucking oranges in there? Those are Take ours. that jacket off take the seat. Take the- I was those worried. Those go like, naturally on the side of the road out here. Fuck off with those oranges. I mean, when I visited California, I was in fucking <laughs> Orange County, and a buddy grabbed a bunch of oranges from the trees in Orange County. I had one of them. I was like, this is the most delicious shit I've ever had in my life. So I had like two of them, right? I don't know. See, I'm even worried. I'm even talking quieter when I talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> but I had like three of them. And I like put them in my bag, put them by the seat. And as we drove through, I was just like, a little bit of me was a little nervous. So I was like, dude, could I get in trouble for having three oranges? And then I, <laughs> I wanted to take one back home so I could be like, Veronica, try this orange. And what? how are you going to make stops for that when there's still like, little baby mexican children and like fucking shed houses on the board why you gotta border everything what is wrong with fruit right don't get me started on the fruit debacle i can talk all day about this this is our new podcast the fruit debacle thank you for joining me and my cohort uh alex knackley we're here to talk about orange rights if we want to talk about fruit debacles we need to talk about the banana trade industry that is i've read up on it it's insane um, the fuck you know about the banana trade? I know all about the banana trade, dog. <laughs> it's gnarly. Uh, multi- it's in, in terms of, like, the amount of suicide and scientists involved with banana Jesus research Christ. and, like, CEOs of, like, like, Dole and, like, other banana companies is insane. There's this one guy that, like, literally, like, has, like is, like, super religious guy has a family, you know, known as this, like, real nice family guy, and, like, he goes to work one day, and just because of what he knows about the practices that are being done to harvest the bananas, and it was so hard that he just fucking shattered open the window of his office and jumped out and killed himself. Jesus like, no one... He's like, I know these aren't even real bananas, they're actually just modified plantains! Ah! <laughs> Well, that's one of the interesting things about bananas, too, uh, opposed to most others, is they're genetically identical. Every banana you've ever heard, had is a clone of the same banana, unless you've had, like, cool and weird plantains and shit like that. And I've um, had plantains. They're not good naturally. Yeah, no. They're very tough. They're very, there's a reason they've yeah. been bred to be they're, like a banana. Well, no, I mean, plantains, if you, if you smush them and fry them up like the Cubans do, it's doing yeah. delicious. They're just like, you can't just peel a plantain and eat it like it's a fucking banana. You got to do some work on it. All right, all the plantain and banana talk and more coming up next on the Doe Show. And we're back to the Doe Show. How many fruits can you name in 15 seconds? Go. None. 
I was actually thinking that maybe we could nope. save like you know, 15 seconds of silence. Let the audience name as many fruits as they can. In 15 we'll, we'll seconds. Pick a, and we'll pick a winner. We'll pick a winner. You send it in uh, the pod at gmail.com. Uh, three, two, one, and go! We're not going to do 15 seconds of silence, actually. We're just going to we're just going to trust that you aren't a liar. Just type in oh, that's whatever. A good fruit too. Just type in whatever number you want, and whoever types in the oh, biggest wow. number, I'm going to. I didn't think you knew that trust. fruit. Like, like, why would you lie to us, right? Oh, that's a very obscure fruit. Who said pineapple? Anana in every other language. <laughs> it's like an apple with pines on it. What are pines? And that looks nothing like an apple, sir. What, you're just making up words, English. Like, come on. <laughs> so what came first, the pineapple or the apple? I would assume the apple. But, so that's, I, that's another sure. thing. Actually, if, you, if you're going back and, like, going into the nitty-gritty uh, language of, like, the Old Testament, the better translation for the fruit in the Garden of Eden that was eaten is an apple, but banana, a plantain. Ah, or, hear me out on this, the fruit that was eaten in the Bible was completely made up. Because that, that was all the Bible is also completely made up. It's like, uh, dude, it's like if people were like uh, praying to snozberries now, you'd be like, well, in the good book, um, the good book of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> the snozberries, the Lord said, taste like snozberries, and it was good. And also, a young girl got attacked by squirrels. If, if so, okay. Uh, so I guess we're diverging from bananas and let's go to weird books. Let's go to weird books that didn't quite make the cut to the Bible. Um, the book of Tom, well, there's a few, two books of Thomas, but there's one book of Thomas that's like the young, like that it's supposed to depict the years of Jesus between the ages of five and 12. And it pretty much goes. Oh, the, is that the lost years of yeah, Jesus? Yeah, the lost years of Jesus. You know, the moment. He's just a little fucking You see him as a baby, you see him in his thirties. What happened in between there? Who fucking knows? Uh, Nobody wants to read about their Lord and Savior shitting on someone's fucking but, petunias. But the, 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 the big points, like paraphrasing that book down, is there's three times when he's young and then, like, is like five years old. So it's pretty much like. He has all the powers and magic of God and everything, but he's a child who doesn't know how to control them. So shit happens. So like the one day he's sitting there and he's making little birds out of clay and some other kid comes up and like fucks up one of the clay statues and he's like, mm, not about that. I'll kill you. He makes I'll the, fucking kill you. He, he withers the kid into like, withers the kid into a cor- corpse-like state and leaves him there <laughs> like, you fuck with my statue, I take your that. And so he leaves I, him there. You, you fuck with my statue, I make you a statue. His, his neighbors say some shit about his parents that he doesn't like, and he makes them go blind. Um, and then, Jesus Christ and, Almighty. And another thing... Of, Literally, Jesus yeah, Christ. And then another time, again, I think he just like straight murks a dude with his mind or something. And so then his parents are like, okay, we need to get some teachers in here to teach this guy some shit. So there's, then it's just a string of like, you know, philosophers and high-end teachers coming in and by the end of it, every time, the kid is teaching them what is right and wrong. And they're like, fuck, dude. He's got a point. Like, ah, oh, shit. Uh, no, and so then it, no, Socrates. The story has the beginning, the middle, and, and the then the, the, the peak and the end. It's a four-part story, Socrates. It's like, no! And so then, so then it gets to the end, though, and eventually his parents convince him, like, hey, man, 
come on and chill a little bit. He's like, okay. And then he goes back and undoes all of the things he does. He goes back and unwithers the kid, gives those people back their eyesight, and then the other guy is in just straight murder. And everything's fine. And oh, like, no, oh, Jesus. Like, <laughs> give, give the nice man his eyesight back. Oh, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said parents. Fuck, you mean parents. The, the ones, the, whatever wolves were raising him. <laughs> <laughs> in the book of thomas he no 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 you're thinking of the jungle book no that's i know that's the roman empire they there was they were trained by wolves the founders <laughs> no you're thinking of the years uh, uh, when mowgli was three to 13 and he lived in the jungle and he took those poor apes eyesight <laughs> we don't know that much about the jungle book um, but speaking of Jesus, the Jungle Book to animations <laughs> and the Winnie the Pooh animations are very much shared, just uh, different skins thrown over them. Very many cartoons back in the day were shared yeah. like that. A lot of Hanna Barbera stuff was very similar. Hanna Barbera being uh, the old cartoons that got bought out by Cartoon Network slash Adult Swim, yeah. and that's how we have shows like Space Goes Coast to Coast, Harvey Birdman at Law, and all the different. Yeah, Harvey Birdman at Law is the big one because he has as a client in the first seasons like Scooby Doo, uh, fucking Snagglepuss, like all the typical Hanna Barbera cartoons. Yeah. Uh, interesting story that we absolutely will cover at some point because yeah. uh, we'll, we can we'll relate do, it to we'll The Simpsons because they're both on television. We almost, this is the second time we've started almost deep diving into Adult Swim, and it's like, not, this isn't here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, hold place. back, hold like... back, hold back. Hey, hey, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get there. Just give us like another 10 episodes <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Futurama, it aired on March 28th, 1999, and uh, Graining's writing credits for the show are Space Pilot 3000, the first episode, and then obviously co-written with uh, David Cohen, and then Rebirth, which I don't necessarily remember that one, and then uh, Inagata Dalila. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think I remember that I, one, I but I'm not that totally one. sure. Great, that, in terms of, that's an episode, right? Yeah. So the, the, the opening scene of it, is Bart sneaks Inagata de Vida, the rock song, Inagata de Vida, baby. And he sneaks it into the... <laughs> you're the, so wrong, but if you're, you're so wrong, but you're talking about something so great. <laughs> I oh. almost didn't want to stop you. So uh, the episode name is Inagata de Lila. It's a Futurama episode. You're thinking of when Bart switched off the fucking music, music yeah, for yeah, church, and it was in the, the Garden of Eden. Yeah. No, the song is Inagata de Vida. I, oh, check I it, check that. it, check it. Inagata de Vida. Song by Iron Butterfly. Inagata de Vida, honey. Don't you know that I'm loving you? Inagata de Vida, baby. Did it, wait. Again, what? how is that? Oh, I'm seeing things for both of them. Oh, Wait, are we? Inagata Davida de, means in the Garden of Eden. Yes. Inagata hey. <laughs> Davida, you say it like that, it doesn't sound like that. But if you go, Inagata Davida, baby. There's a Primus song that's. The organ player is yeah, fucking going exactly. nuts on it. There's there's uh there's a Primus song that's called Eyes of the Squirrel and it goes the lyrics are 
the eyes of the squirrel watching. But if you, if with all of the musicality that's happening with it, the, the syllables that come out is the angels were a watching. <laughs> ah, uh, speaking of Primus, Primus is doing uh, a Rush thing, and Rush they has a song. They sat watched it, and they said they did them good. Uh, in a what is it nominated? Now I can't think of the damn. Getty Lee said, "Good job, Les. You did us proud." Oh no, no, I, I'm totally wrong. The Rush song is called uh, "La Villa Strangiato." Which is kind of close to it. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast where we pretend to say words for the next 15 minutes. Again, all words are pretend, to, right? <laughs> all words are pretend. Dates are pretend. Time is pretend. Everything that we experience in this world was all made up by some other fucking idiot. And it's still here somehow, and I'm not necessarily pleased about that. <laughs> Thomas Edison was not Fuck a Thomas great Edison. person. Fuck Thomas Edison. He was not a great he was a person. Terrible person. He was like, you know, like just because you're good at one thing. Like, okay, so imagine <laughs> if we had the autism spectrum back then. Thomas Edison's, Edison's definitely on the spectrum. Motherfucker created a light bulb, but he just didn't know not how to get STDs. <laughs> what about? Uh, my, I mean, <laughs> that's not Welcome to our new podcast, Talking Out of Turn, where we just make things up and hope that they're true, because no one's going to look us up. No one's going to fact check us. Thomas like, Edison didn't, didn't know, know not how to get STDs. I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing, but I mean, since I'm on Team Tesla, I'd be like, I believe that fucking dude is an asshole. Yeah, Thomas Edison was an asshole. He electrocuted Many the Simpsons animal. do an episode on the Thomas Edison just so, stealing his ideas from people. <laughs> there, it well stealing ideas is buying one, but their, he, dying their ideas out <laughs> like really shady business deals to beat Tesla. And uh, so what he did is he took Tesla's power, or no, he took his power. And, There's AC oh, and DC. Fuck, no, 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 no. He took he took his power, or he took Tesla's kind of power. In uh, fuck, now I can't remember. It was something about the fucking electrical chair. It was either he used his power to show that he could power the electrical chair, or he used Tesla's power to show, like, oh, look how dangerous it is. It can electrocute all these animals. Yeah, exactly. He used uh, he used he used uh, like he used Tesla's uh, generator to like murk an elephant by like overpumping it, and was like, look at how so dangerous it is. That elephant uh, was like a half and half. Like, it wasn't specifically because they wanted to prove the power of it. There was other reasons for it. Uh, but besides for that elephant, there was many a dog, an ape, and, I mean, pretty much any animal you can think of. They would have, like, here's all this, like, electrical setup with all these wires hanging down in this small little hallway. And then, oh, we're going to guide this animal through in one touch from the wire, and it's dead immediately. And, of course, troves of fucking people came out, because it's either watching an animal die in your fucking town square, or sit at home, and think about how much it sucks to shit in a wooden box. <laughs> so they went out, and they like they saw a lot of animals die. And meanwhile, the, the actual reason why Tesla won out over, or Edison won out over Tesla, was because Tesla's whip model was not profitable. You couldn't, you couldn't make money off of it. It was just free energy. Who wants that? You know what? That? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, not everything has to make money, you know? Like, 
people are like, oh, look at the United States Postal Service. It's barely turned a profit in the last 20 years. It's a service. It is the United States Postal Service. It does not have to turn a profit. You keep it alive because you need it. (laughs) That's why the fucking medical laws are fucked up. Because if you have Medicare or Medicaid, there's only certain doctors that take you. And when they do, it's always on like a fucking Tuesday. So you got to go there and you're sitting in a fucking waiting room with 40 other motherfuckers that ain't got no money. And like, it's just some, some random doctor just taking you in and out as soon as he can. What's wrong? Okay, here you go. What's wrong? Here you go. Oh, you have headaches? Here's some antidepressants. Oh, yeah. you got a backache? Here's some antidepressants. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got stomach aches? Here's some antidepressants. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I need some antidepressants. He's like, here's some antipsychotics. I'm like, what the fuck? No, I actually never asked her. I asked for, uh... I was here, like, I'm crazy and need antipsychotics. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, you loony. I ain't giving you no drugs. <laughs> I have ne- I've never been able to focus on anything in my entire life, and it's affected my entire life. Throughout school and work. And I'm and in a like, terrible spot and I need some help. <laughs> yeah. Here's some antipsychotics. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> here's some meth. Go, you'll be all right. I'm not sure. One, t- one time the, the guy did give me, he's like, you know what? If you, he's like, all right, all right, all right. If you say you have ADHD and you say you've had it for the last 20 years, I don't know why I'm doing a New York accent. Like the guy was very not from this country. <laughs> but it is like, all right, all right, here's uh, the lowest form of, like, ADHD medicine. And I was like, this is, even though it made me feel like I was homeless, uh, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather feel homeless and active than homed and destroyed. I'm, you see, I chose the other, I chose the other option. If, again, you guys can't see my uh, screen, but I chose that I, I like to feel at home, but... My life is just always in wrecks and shambles around me. <laughs> Alex Mackley is, uh, since you guys can't see the room, he's doing what we call fancy camping. <laughs> I so did like, find instead out. Instead of in a tent, he has like walls around him. I've got one. I've got one outlet. Instead of an air air mattress, he has a mattress. I've got. Instead of a bed frame, he doesn't have a bed frame. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a computer desk, he doesn't have a computer desk. Instead of, yeah, I've got a desk that's made out of milk crates and boxes and duct tape. Don't hey, I, I, I can't say shit, though. Instead of a computer desk, I, I have a small folding nice table that I my just, brother gave me. Again, the, the, the mental function is keeping me. <laughs> I did find out there was a trailer park out here, though, and I'm like, hmm. And it's on the bay, and it has boat access. So I might be able to have, Ooh. I'm like, dude, that is kind of the best of both worlds. I can be white well, trash, thing. but new. Wait, have you, have you had any earthquakes since you've been there? Yes, I have. I, so you need to go to that trailer park and like, don't talk to the office. Go walk around and be like, hey, how many of these trailers have been fucked over by like natural causes? And they'd be like, well, you know, about 34. Like, how many are in the park? Obviously, like, you yeah, know, obviously about 34. Don't, don't talk to the fucking manager about how it is there. You talk to the fucking Hell no, you there. talk to the like, people. I lived in a trailer park, and the one time I talked to someone that lived in the trailer park, they just told me about how many sexual offenders were in the trailer park. And then I started to get really upset about how many parents just let their fucking children hang out in the fucking street. That's fucked up. That's all right. They'd be like, yeah, I saw that guy down there, the guy with the beard. Yeah, he's on the sexual offenders list. I saw him looking at my kids. I said, you get back in your motherfucking trailers. Like, why would you even have your kids play outside? 
have them play underneath the trailer with the raccoons and the spins and stray cats. Keep them out of the range of these animals. Put them with the animals so they're away from the animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give them the animals so they're away from the humans. They'll turn out better, believe me. I was there. So, uh, back to Matt Cranium. He did all those, he, he wrote for all those uh, episodes that we just talked about. And in 2016, uh, Graining was in talks with Netflix to develop a new animated series. Uh, and 2017, the series Disenchantment was uh, ordered by Netflix, which at that time, like, I mean, do you have, like, a lot of streaming services or anything you kind of off the market on i do i do netflix and crunchyroll i think i have hulu but for whatever reason i need to try it out now i got my new computer but or my computer renewed but who would do this weird thing and again if only if only ever there's there's a few things like my my steam account my video game account no matter what computer i have it on i have these weird download issues where it'll just kind of stop for a second and like i've literally with, with my with, at the old house, and another person plugged in their computer. We're on the same connection, using the same platform, and we'd be downloading something, and they wouldn't have the issue. And like, they would log into their account on my computer and download something, and it wouldn't have the issue. I would download onto the, or use my account on their computer, and it'd have this weird like streaming gating issue. And it's like, ah, it's fucking weird. But my Hulu does that, so it would like, it would play like you know like seven minutes of the episode. And then restart back to like the like three minute mark, and then play like five minutes, and then jump back like seven minutes. And tell me, tell me about it, bro. I have the same problem with fucking pornography in the work bathroom. It's like you know they load up about twenty three seconds, and then what am I supposed to keep, just keep playing these twenty three seconds? <laughs> I did. We we my the internet at my college was super bad, being in a small farm town. It was and. It was my freshman year, the song Friday Friday by Rebecca Black came out. Friday. Every Thursday, me and two of my buddies would fucking cook up a giant pot. Uh, it was Nathan and David. We'd cook up a giant pot of ramen noodles, like three bags of ramen noodles, four bags of ramen noodles in one pot. And we'd go, we'd sit there, and we'd eat, eat out of that pot of noodles. Just, like, we wouldn't portion it into bowls. We'd just eat with like a fork each out of it, and we'd play Rebecca Black Friday on YouTube. But we'd only be able to play like five to seven seconds at a time, and you'd have to like the buffer would stop. So we'd just be sitting there eating out of it, and we'd just like play five seconds of it, go back to the beginning of it. Play twelve seconds of it, go back to the beginning of it. Play seventeen seconds, go back to the beginning of it. And we'd have it be cranking out of the speakers, and people would just like come up and be like, "What's going on here?" And they'd look in the room and they'd be like, "The fuck is going on here?" We're like, I, "We got extra forks. You guys want in?" And they'd be like, "No." <laughs> What is wrong with you guys? And they leave us something to go. <laughs> I mean, think about how bad it is now. Like now, it's not only laptops and uh, cell phones. Now it's laptops, cell phones, tablets, video game consoles, PCs. Like imagine being in that dorm room now. You wouldn't get a lick of service. You wouldn't even be able to get Ask Jeeves to answer yeah, a question. The, the issue was there was one company that bought all of the lines, like all of the network lines into the town, but wasn't able to operate all of them. So it was just completely bottlenecked by their like inferior service and their like incapabilities of handling the situations that they decided to put themselves into 
that affected everyone else. And it was, I think the company was called Frontier or something like that. It was terrible. Oh, yeah. Frontier Internet or phone service or whatever. Yeah. It's always some weird shit. You go, like, I am luckily within the realm of, like, reality within the Chicagoland area. I'm not in the Chicagoland area. I am just south of I-80, which, like, anyone from the Chicagoland area would say I'm from southern Illinois. But I'm still in the realm of, like, Comcast Internet. Uh, like, there's towers around me that could, like, I get phone signal kind of shit. But shit can be rough, man. It can be real rough. Yeah. You start getting a frontier, uh, frontier uh, internet service or, like, a synergy uh, uh, fucking cable. Actually, like, I honestly, of our generation, besides the people that skipped our generation to just, like, have kids and be, like, family people, who the fuck has cable nowadays anyways? Yeah. Who's paying $260 for a bunch of channels they don't give a fuck about? The only, I actually, I will answer my well, own question. Well, now it's like getting to the point where you're bundling different streaming services and it's coming up to be the same thing as a fucking cable subscription. Yeah, you got, you got to, <laughs> you got to be safe with it. You got to bounce off of other. You got to keep it like, to the few the, small, just a few. If you keep it at a few, <laughs> there's, there's only two things right now that you cannot get on a cheap streaming service, and I say cheap because there's ways to get it, but it's not fucking cheap. So, uh, sports and the news. And I, maybe even the news could be easy on certain things, but, like, if you get FUBU, uh, FUBO, not FUBU, <laughs> not the, uh, uh, clothes corporation, uh, but, uh, FUBO is a place where you can pay, like, 60 bucks and you get all the live sports, and then that's about it. And then, uh, I think there's certain streaming things where you get some news, but you get, like, uh, I don't even know. I don't watch the news. I hate the news. Yeah. I don't want to know about the news. Like I do. I do like new. I do like a news dump like once every like four to five days. All right, and we'll get to all that and more maybe next on the Dog Show. And now a message from a big old douchebag. And then, Kamala! Yeah, Cookie Kamala. What a character. I mean, she's a dog, though, isn't she? I've got half a mind to go into the White House, pull her pants down, and look for her tail. I wonder if she's a lap dog. You think? Like when Sleepy Joe curls up for a nap, she slays there with him. She's a dog. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't mind her at the table begging for scraps, but that's me. I'm a businessman doing business things. Listen, it's like this. She's a female, and she's a dog, so... She's a bitch, right? Can I say that? Can I? I think I just said that. Listen, all I know is we're going to win. We already won, and they stole it from us real bad. We're going to win. We're going to take it back.
you heard it here first, folks. Straight from the mouth of former President Trump. All right, welcome back to the Doe Show. And now we're going to be speaking on uh, Matt Crane and as we were before, dude. Uh, and but... we always will be. Yes, the, the, our lord and animator, Matt Groening. So, he did The Simpsons. The man did The Simpsons. And then uh, he did uh, Futurama, uh, which is both of our favorites. But then after yep. that, uh, January 15th, close to my birthday, uh, 2016, he announced that he was in talks with Netflix to develop a new animated series. And uh, a little over a year later, the series, Disenchantment, was ordered by Netflix, so they were like, yeah, I'm down for it, which, like, how the fuck did it take Netflix a whole year to be like, yeah, we should definitely take on a new Matt Groening show, because that's, like, a small risk. Like, we're Netflix, and we do a bunch of Netflix original series that are really fucking bad sometimes. That are very bad sometimes. I mean, some of them, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like to be the guy who's like, that wasn't as good as the one before it, but, like, when they picked up uh, Arrested Development, it didn't get, like, a lot better. But, I mean, okay, so that's just, like, for Netflix as a company to take from January 15th, 2016 to July 25th, 2017, to be like, yes, Matt Groening, we will take Disenchantment, and we will put it on our streaming service. That's crazy to me. But yeah. the first ten episodes premiered on... Uh, August 2018, which kind of makes sense. You know, it takes them a little bit of time to get everything finalized and actually on the streaming service. But um, Netflix had renewed the series for 20 additional episodes after the original, and they're expected to debut in 10-episode batches in which was past now 2020 and 2021. So I think we're on season three of Disenchantment. Have you seen Disenchantment, Alex? Yes, I've I've watched all of Disenchanted, um, but every time this this it's the weirdest thing. Every time I've watched Disenchanted, I've gotten through like most of it, and then when I've like when I'm like and, and, it, it 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 it's the weirdest thing. I'll be like, I didn't I didn't remember watch or it's like I watched those episodes. And I'm like, but I have no memory of those episodes. <laughs> and I'm never, I'm never in a state that that makes sense. That's the thing. It's not like, well, I'm like, oh, you know, I got drunk and I, I was putting it on before bed. It's like, I put on Disenchanted to watch Disenchanted. And then the next time I go to put on Disenchanted, I'm like, yeah, I watched three episodes yesterday. I'm putting it on. I'm going to finish it. I start the episode. I'm like, the fuck is going on right now? I yeah. need to go back to where I was at yesterday. I don't remember any of this. So just so you know, the show is Disenchantment. Disenchanted, yeah, I believe, is a yeah. Disney film. Uh, so you may be watching the wrong thing. And you're like, why don't I remember this? I've watched this are, movie eight times in a row. Lucy, Lucy's the personal uh, support demon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know you're, I know you're talking about the right thing. But the show is Disenchantment. Disenchanted was like a live-action Disney movie that I haven't seen. But I think it's pretty good. Uh, but okay, so let me, let, let me see if I can break this down. Because it kind of makes sense. Like, so do you remember watching The Simpsons on television? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, can, like, like during the 90s, episode. like, you were born in what, 92 or 91? One. One? So from, well, I mean, what what month? 
Yeah. Huh? September. September? Okay, so we're short months away. I was 92, you're 91. But, like, growing up, by the time we were old enough to, like, actually remember television, The Simpsons were still good. So we remember that. And then we got older and we started watching TV on our own on purpose, and that's when Futurama was on. And now we're old, old, and Disenchantment's on a streaming service we could watch at any time we want, so we choose to watch TV, but now we're old, and we don't remember anything. Don't remember and that's well probably because we may have, we may be doing things now that we were not doing in the late 90s, early 2000s. Well, my, my, my thing's more, I may have done things in my 20s that have made life in my 30s a little bit harder than they should be. Something between Futurama and Disenchantment, <laughs> something's gone wrong. Something happened. <laughs> I don't know if that's natural or if it's like, Brought on. We went from writing about the future and the craziness of that to going back to the medieval times and having a demon. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more like in our early days, because we were probably still in school when we were watching Futurama, right? Yeah. Came out in 99. I, we oh, yeah, we were I... definitely still in school. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I feel like we were maybe a little bit more... Clear-headed. Okay. Are children clear-headed? Uh, that's good. That's good. A little <laughs> philosophical for us. Are children clear-headed, or are they just uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ignorant, blissful. Either blissful or ignorant. Blissfully ignorant. Are kids clear-headed or just blissfully ignorant? They don't understand. The horrors of the world, so they the remember everything the that about them. They <laughs> remember everything about their life because they don't, they can't comprehend how horrible everything is. So maybe now that we're older, we understand how horrible everything is. We decide not to remember so many things. We put our brains on part time, and that might have something to do with it. I could be totally wrong though. But also, I haven't watched Disenchantment as much as I have watched Futurama and The Simpsons. Uh, yeah, so so Graining described the fantasy, the fantasy-oriented series, as he originated it in just a sketchbook full of creatures that couldn't be on The Simpsons, you know? And also, I guess at that point, you'd have to say it couldn't be on Futurama either. Yeah. So... Exactly. He started. He started. He started writing fantasy type shit, and he's like, "Well, I can't throw that into The Simpsons or Futurama on in a way that they get life. They just be a one off, and then you know, briefly exist for a second, and then they're gone. But I want them to be a real character. They've tied some things similar into The Simpsons. They've had like the vignettes of Bible stories and fantastical kind of things. Futurama has. They had. I mean certain things that were similar the whole amazon planet with the snoo snoo episode uh but they they probably just had this giant bucket of things that they're like oh that's a great idea but it just doesn't fit you know it just doesn't fit into what we're doing and they have this huge bucket that's overspilling at a certain point and they're like why don't we just take this bucket and make a whole new show because there are a lot of good simpsons jokes on the show and also a lot of cool like futurama ish kind of things on the show I would say, uh, would you say this joke is more Simpsons or Futurama? It's the one I can recall from Disenchantment. The guy sitting in the barrel. And he goes, me flavored soup, 25 cents. 
I say that's like a that's like a perfect like well, classic Simpsons joke. Yeah, it is classic Simpsons, especially because it comes in the time where there are people online selling, you know, like there is a there is a woman selling her bathwater online to sad lonely men. G- gamer girl bathwater. Like that's talk that about a, a hustle. Exactly, that's a thing. That's something. That's that's a thing that happened. And you know, there there it is. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely uh, a huge fan of Disenchantment, and I think I personally I think it's it's different enough from well, it's very different from The Simpsons, but it's also different enough from Futurama as far as the writing and the jokes go that it doesn't feel like it's like oh here's another Simpsons or here's another Futurama. It feels like it's like a a unique new show and the characters have great development in the first and second season. I don't know if I finished all of it. I don't, I don't check in on shows like that as much as I should uh, because I hate waiting for things. So I usually just wait until it's like, Oh, I haven't seen like two or three seasons from that show and then I'll watch it again. Uh, But I think, especially with Eric Andre on there, like, I don't know who, do you know any other voice actors on there? Who's Alpha? Um, I, I'm on. I don't know, and I feel bad about it. But uh, Eric Andre is Lucy is one of my favorite characters of all time so far. Right now, like it just well, just Eric Andre as a person, like he was getting to his like he agreed for his six. Uh, not to get into adult swim too much again, but he agreed for his sixth season of fucking on Eric adult Andre swim. Show. Yeah, and so- I. He said he only wanted, like, on, like, season three, he's like, I only want to do five episodes, or five seasons. I want to make it a nice, even number. Yeah, it's because he's a very smart, well-put-together man, and when he has to do that show, he literally has to not shower for months to he make himself weird. <laughs> uh, we'll get into it. himself for it. We will, we, uh, if you're listening to this episode and you love Adult Swim, and you love Eric Andre, and you love all these crazy things that we love, you're in for a hell of a ride. If you're listening to this episode and you don't, please stick with us. Please stick with us because you are going to learn about some things that you had never heard of before. There's some, there, I Just guarantee there's the some ride people. With us, please, you'll enjoy it or at like, least get something out of it. <laughs> our our target market is not only uh, 27 to 32 year old uh, weird kids. We can apply to way more than that, but all of the aunts and uncles and moms and dads that may listen to this episode, you you go and relate with your children right now. You go sit down and watch their weird cartoon shows. Not only will it be a nice time with you and your children or nephews or nieces, but you'll really understand the new generation a little bit more. Your jokes are not funny to them. If you're a boomer, your jokes are not funny at all anymore. (laughs) Anybody but you. I mean, like, a boomer joke is like, uh, fell asleep listening to the Eagles, woke up in Hotel California, keep it going, guys! It's cringy, and it's horrible. What is that? That's not, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's It's literally nothing. nothing. It's like, oh, I fell asleep listening to the Beatles, and I woke up wanting to hold your hand. Literally, if I had a gun here right now, I would be holding it and threatening to use it. Boomer humor needs to be stopped. It needs to be stopped in its tracks. <laughs> Cut of the source. 
All right. Well, enough about hating the boomers because we I think we have at least dad two jokes. Two I love dad listening. jokes. Dad Boomer jokes are humor. classic. Classic. Dad jokes. Dad jokes are unending. And there's they they found this like old like like artifact from like old ancient realm, and it was like uh, a pencil type object, and on it it was engraved. I went to Rome, and all I got you was this pencil. been around for thousands of years. It still tracks. I'm hungry. You're supposed to say, hello, hungry. My name is Dad. That is the proper finish of that. Right. And also, just like the, I don't know if if trope is the right word. I think trope, yeah. I think it'd be a trope at this point. Yeah, if if it rains, there's like so many things a dad can say. If you're trying to, like, tighten something down onto a truck, there's so many things that a dad's going to say. If you're leaving a restaurant, there's so it's many like things that a, it's like a dad's like going to say. You've got, like, a chat wheel with those yeah, you know, it's like responses. A, it's like, a, you're like with, uh, I think boomer dads, are we're the best at this. And now we're just trying to cop off of their style because they had the dad jokes down pat. They had more of, in their brains, like a Rolodex of just jokes. And it's like, all right, we're about to leave this restaurant. What do I say? What do I say? All right, let's blow this popsicle stand. That makes perfect sense. Think about it. That was that was their organizational system. That's how they organized things. Rolodex. Rolodex. So that's exactly how you would they would think of how they would file information then in their head. You'd have a little like little like little circle of things to yeah. think through. You oh, can see uh, it in your brain. Okay, here you go. go yeah, through the circle yeah. and you see it in your brain. So what do the zoomers have? A, a, a 15 second stream of just nonsense thoughts at a time, probably. Uh, I, I made a whole uh, file of TikToks about these jokes. I don't know. I'm not. A t- what are we? What the fuck I are we? Are well, we millennials? I, I tried. I, tr- I tried getting onto the TikTok. And, like, you know, I, I get onto it, and the first thing that happens is, you know, there's just asses being shook in my face. And I'm like, okay, whatever, okay, scroll past this, whatever. You gotta, okay. Yeah, you got to get past that algorithm. Yeah. And it, it, I immediately got into, like, like old mythology lore and, like, people talking oh. about that shit. And that's, that's, Yo, that's all mine is. So. That's, a, that's a very niche corner of TikTok. I've never gotten into that. That's, I've gotten all, into all bass, bass talk, drum talk. Um, I have a couple people that I follow that are either like autistic or have Tourette's or I've got, other things got like a that. Lot of, I've got a lot of eight. I've got a lot of eight. I've got a lot of neurodivergent. Yes, a lot groups. of well, yeah, a lot. Of, well, it started with the neurodivergent talk. It, I say talk like speaking, not like talk like the site. Yeah. But like that fucking stupid app taught me about what that was. And then you start watching these videos and you're like, so I'm not the only person that really likes the smallest spoon. Like, there's a whole, <laughs> a whole, there's a whole club. Bunch of, there's a whole, there's, yeah, there's like, a small spoon club. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, small spoon club. That's a loads of people. And I thought, like, I remember growing up, like, when we were old enough to have money and not care about it, uh, we would go to Cold Stone and get ice cream. And I would be like, let me get the cup of ice cream. But give me the little taster spoon, because to me, I was like, if I have the little taster spoon, then it makes I it seem so many scoops like I have, of ice like cream? I have so much ice cream. 
and now to find out that I'm just a number on a fucking neurodivergent page? <laughs> I'm a statistic? <laughs> but uh, the one thing That's TikTok will show you... Getting weirder. <laughs> I mean, if you, if, if you find that side of TikTok, it will teach you that there are loads of people in the world that all share certain different weird things that you think only you do. And that really makes you feel comforted. Like, you're like, even the weirdest thing I can think of, like, like, kind of spazzy thing I do in my brain, there's loads of other people that do that too. So I'm not as weird as I think I am. Yeah. Which is very comforting. That's one of the, that's one of the neat things about, like, again, with, like, the being in with the, the, the like, the folklore type group on, on there is, it's like, I'm... I've always really been into like researching shit like this. Am I weird for the answer? Like someone's like, no, I've got a master's in this. <laughs> you can yeah. get a degree. <laughs> I, I, you, you only waste about maybe 10, 15 hours every six months. I've wasted six years of my life on this. <laughs> I can tell you exactly why they drink out of horns, but you know what I can't do? Make friends in public or meet a girl. <laughs> It's like, hey, bro, I got you, bro. I'm going to take you to the, to the Renaissance Fair. You're going to meet the other girl there who can't make friends or find a I, partner. And they I also like you, drinking out of horns. I shit you not, a weird old guy in a tie-dyed beanie came up talking to me today about uh, just weird old beanie guy shit and then started talking about the Ren Fair this morning. So this is the second time on this Monday that the Ren Fair has been brought up to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a kilt that I wore to my brother's wedding. And he's like, he you also brought that... up a kilt. Uh, well, I, I, uh, we started, a fa well, we don't have any family traditions because our family doesn't have a lot of legs as they say oh. in the wine country. Uh, <laughs> so we have no like family traditions, anything. We yeah. barely even know like what our ethnicity is or genealogy is. Uh, we had to take a test to figure that out. But my brother was getting married, and I was like, hey, we have no, like, family traditions. Let's just make one up. And I was like, one of the brothers of the family always wears a kilt to the other wedding. So I fucking bought a kilt online. It's $35 off of Amazon. And uh, it was funny because it was green when I bought it. And then uh, he tells me what his wedding colors are, and it's, like, blue. I was like, well, that's going to match well. But, like, halfway, <laughs> halfway through the wedding, I had the kilt on a chair, pulled it out, went to the bathroom, like changed, walked around. And then s some of our other family members had brought like little plastic recorders. Cause it was a funny joke from like a family funeral, like at the saddest point, someone just like, doo -doo 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 -doo, really badly. <laughs> this guy was like, let us pray. And then everyone like puts their head down. You okay. So I was walking around with a kilt and a plastic recorder. And now, uh, when I get married, my brother has to wear a kilt at my wedding. Why was I talking about kilts? I don't... I don't... I try not to remember that far back so I can keep talking forward. That's how my brain works. Sorry. All right. And the Doe Show will be right back while they process the 10% of their minds that they can actually access. <laughs> Actually, I think it's the opposite. I think I've got too much access, so it's hard for me to find any one particular point. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's the difference in a computer between memory and RAM? So, RAM is random access memory, and that's how much memory you have capable for accessing and activating activities or using apps. Okay, so we have good RAM, but we have... Wait, is it we have good RAM but bad memory, or we have good memory but bad RAM? Or... I've got no. I've got like a my like my RAM is really fast, but I can only no. I mean, your RAM it's, is it's, really fast, but your internet connection is. I've, I've got it's, it's it's no. It's I've got a really good system, but the user is really bad at it. <laughs> we try our best. Anyone who is listening right now. Me and, and Sir Mackley, we try our best. Don't it give us a hard time about it. Because if you give us a hard time about it, that bad. gives us like one extra thing to think about. And that's like two more things than we need to think about. And we're, yeah, I was about to say, and we're already like, and like, I'm going to use letters at this point because I don't want to just throw in too many strings of zeros to confuse people with it. But like, you know, to the end power. <laughs> if you pray, pray for us because I don't know. I think I need it. We'll see. I if need I can something. Get, <laughs> if, I can, if I can get all 20 listeners right now to say a quick prayer for me, uh, email me at uh, pod at gmail.com and let me know if you do so I can tell you if I feel it. If I feel more uh, smarter. I am so smart. S-M-A-R-T. S-M-R-T. M-R-T? I actually, I, I accidentally spelled the word wrong. No, I accidentally spelled the word right. Oh my god. I need a, I need, that, that's a paddling. That's paddling right there. Uh, oh, fun fact. Or wait, no, we, we got to talk about, uh, Matt Groening's, uh, family life, right? Yes. So he married this person, and then, uh, it's a very short marriage. Uh, well, he married this person after a four-year relationship and became a stepfather, which is always fun. And uh, the maiden name was Picasso. Uh, gave birth to Nathaniel Philip Picasso Graining, which is a long-ass fucking name. But good on her for not, like, fully taking the name, you know? You gotta put your name in there, too. Picasso is like, dude, if... Veronica's last name was Picasso. I would consider taking her name. No, I would. I at that point, I would be like, no, we are doing the combination name. It's no longer Picasso at this point. It's Picasso Graining. Like, fuck you. Well, that's what they did. But like for me, we it's like, come on. Uh, my name is Jonathan <laughs> Picasso Peckus. After a while, I'd be like, dude, Jonathan Picasso is really killing it at like parties. <laughs> It's a good conversation starter. I don't, need, is, I don't need to use any bits to get conversation going. It's just be like, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. My name is Jonathan Picasso. And then, boom, instant conversation. Yada, yada, yada. He had 19 kids. No, I'm just kidding. Hold on. Yada, 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 and over the best part. Shitty science all right. Hey, In 2015... Graining's daughters, Luna Margaret and India Mia, were born. Oh, he's had two sets of twins. He's had two two sets of twins. The first, uh, what it seems was 2015, 
daughters Luna Margaret and India Mia, which uh, you have you have to have a certain amount of money to call your kids by two names before even mentioning the last names, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, this is my son, Jonathan Patrick. What's your middle name? John. John? This is this is my son. What is your full name, Alexander? Oh. What? Yeah. You were bored with a short name? Yeah. My parents are like, what? If we're, if we're not going to call him the long name, why would we name him the long name? And if, if you're looking into the etymology of it, so like where the words come from, uh, so Alexander the Great was the first of the first person to have the name Alex in Greek, and it means uh, the uh, the defender or the protector of man. But then broken down to just Alex, it just means man. <laughs> so your name is Man. 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 <laughs> so, so, okay, so we, we, we talked about this last episode on part one of the Matt Groening. The Groening family was met with aliens, and they were told about future things, and they learned how to do certain things, and they learned how to make the show and make it so popular. Um, I think that your parents may have either been nearby or, like, they may have stopped off as, like, a rest stop. They're like, oh, we're going back to space. So they're like, ah, we got to pee. So they stopped in, knocked on your parents' door, and they're like, hey, we need to pee. And your parents are like, whoa, you guys are aliens. And they're like, yeah, Alex. And they're like, what do you mean, Alex? They're like, oh, sorry, that's how aliens say man. And they're like, that's going to be the name of our son. <laughs> And then the the aliens, I mean, I the aliens are the so reason that you're so you're so that. you're so gangly, like like, uh, like a giant think, bowl of spaghetti. Yeah, like the alien like high fived uh, your mom and your dad just before you were conceived, and that's why you're like ninety percent spaghetti. I'm really just spaghetti wrapped in what appears to be flesh. I mean, so that that I mean it tracks too because like passing down to the lower generations past you and your siblings, you have a nephew who is almost at least, for what I've seen on Facebook, at least 30 to 60% water, where you are like 80 to 90. Yeah. We do, and, and from the best of my knowledge, we become more watery as, as like, everyone you else age, starts. Yeah, you, everyone you starts age off, like fine yeah, water. Yeah, you get more watery as time gets on. Well, God bless you, because I be I my knees are rocks right now. Right, that, and that's the other thing is I had my my ligaments and tendons were too long and too stretchy when I was in my teenage years and twenties and stuff. You and could so fold yourself my, like a chair. Yeah, yeah, I could fold myself like a chair, and my joints hurt all the time. But as you get older, they stiffen up. So. Now that I'm starting to get older, my joints are starting to hurt less. They're just kind of starting to get better now. Really? Okay, so I think that's because of, uh, originally, the stretchiness was like a, like you just got out of your egg, and then they finally solidified into more of a metal kind of uh, texture, and then now you've it's rusted and you've broken off the rust. So now you're at full range. Yeah, the, it... It, the 
the rust isn't a product of time, it's actually a protective coating for the development stage. Fascinating. <laughs> uh, last thing I have here is uh, Matt the Grainin is the brother-in-law of Hey Arnold, Dinosaur Train, and Ready Jet Go creator Craig Bartlett, which I did not know that. And if he was the honest creator of Hey Arnold, then I have two people in his family that I need to shake their hand before I die. Right? Like, that, because, I, I didn't know that until right now either. It yeah, kind of blew my mind a little bit. Yeah, like so uh, Craig uh, Bartlett is married to Lisa Graining, which is Lisa Simpson. So he's basically married to Lisa Simpson, which is disgusting because she's a 10-year-old child and he's a grown man. And you sold how long now? <laughs> how dare you? What if there's like a catfish episode of like, you know, <laughs> someone walking up to like, uh, what's a seven, what I, uh, you know, doing this podcast, I shut, I should know the address, but I don't, I know it's on Evergreen, which is the college that Matt Groening went to. Evergreen Terrace. Bing, bing, bing. Uh, but yeah, so the guy who created... I want to say it's something shitty like 1234 Evergreen Terrace or something like no, that. No, it's like 7-something, seven 734 or something weird like that. 742. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, so Lisa Simpson, Lisa Graining, married the creator, made, married the creator of Adult... Or I almost said Adult Swim. Damn me! Damn me! Damn my you, brain! You can't even help it once you, once it, once the adult swim gets it. It creeps done, in. It, it, you it, can't it, let it go. For it. It's you're part but, of it. Now. I mean, like, dude, I, like, did were you a huge Hey Arnold fan growing up? Um, I I enjoyed it. I never had cable though. We only had rabbit ears, so I had to watch whatever my friends were watching when I'd go over to their houses on cable. So. I had to like pick which friend's house I was going over to. You know, honestly, honestly, thinking back on it, like, why the fuck did my family ever have cable? Like, we were eating packaged meats out of small little plastic things. Like, we should have had cable. <laughs> that's the that's the that's the food bill. Again, Johnny, there's a reason that you learned so much when you came and lived with my family. <laughs> <laughs> it was an amazing time, and I'll never forget it. Uh, graining self-identified agnostic surprise surprise uh, was also mentioned in a lawsuit by Virginia how do you say that I don't know but over allegedly being uh, wait <gasps> no so, uh, Graining is allegedly in the fucking Epstein shit? Oh, so, no! Yeah, as mentioned in a lawsuit by Virginia so-and-so over allegedly being forced by sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein to massage Graining's feet while on Epstein's jet in 2001. Whether that be true or not, at least the story just is told that he... 
got his feet massaged. But that's... That's... Fucked. We might is need it, is it illegal? Is it illegal to get your foot massaged by a thirteen-year-old slaver? Well, but okay. Imagine though, if you're like a weirdo creator and you get picked up by like you know Fox, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna be flying you. Yeah, we're flying you over here. You're gonna go hang out here. You know, relax. Come on, come up here with some good ideas. You know," and then. They're sending you, and they're like, hey, you want a foot massage? And it's like, yeah, sure, I'll take a foot massage. And then the guy's like, hey, foot massage. And she's like, oh. I think it went more like this. He's up in the plane. He's going to the island. He has very little know-abouts. He's like, uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's like, hey, Matt, how you doing? You doing good? You want some food? You want some drink? He's like, oh, no, I'm good. You know, maybe a beer here or whatever. I'll take a beer. He's like... Do you want this thirteen-year-old girl to uh, slap on your knob like corn on the cob? And he's like, "No! What the fuck? Why is there even a fourteen-year-old girl up here? This is completely inappropriate." And he's like, "Ah, don't worry about it." He pushes her back. Oh, go back there. Go back there. And he's like, "Well, you. What do you want? Anything you want?" He's like, "No, I don't want anything, man. This is making me real uncomfortable. Like, I want to get off this plane. I want to go back home." He's like, "I mean, she could rub your feet." And he's like, "You know, my feet are pretty sore from going through the airport. You know." <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you know. Like, That's why I got myself a massage gun. <laughs> Disgusting, absolutely deplorable, horrible men. At least they don't run a podcast loosely based off The Simpsons. They pretty much shit talk everybody. I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even know that I copy and pasted that into the thing. I just read that for the first time. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell that was definitely a copy and paste right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. I feel dirty now. Uh, I'm going to go take a and piss. Then just, and then we just went into it, too. Yeah, like, we got to do it. We can't, we can't back down from a fight. We are the yeah. Avengers of shitty podcasting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, and that was what we have for the Doe Show for this week. Uh, check in next week when we drop a new one. But for the rest of this episode here, here is your Lunar Chicks Jam of the Week. It is live from Wisconsin, 2018, October 5th, and this song is 10,000 Pounds of Talking. Enjoy.
Thank you.